G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Diving into things a little deeper today when it comes to how the pastors of the world are trained. Because you might have heard us recently talking about studies that show over 90% of all pastors do not have a formal theological education. And what's happening to remedy that? It means that there are as many as 2 million evangelical pastors worldwide who don't have a formal theological education. But there's an organization called the International Council for Theological Education. They're looking to remedy these things. There are plans for a new movement to be birthed called the Galilean Movement, the attempt to put aside the competitiveness between theological training organizations and get lots and lots more pastors recognized in competency for what they do. Let's connect once again with Dr. Ruben van Rensburg, who leads Reformer. He's set a goal to fundamentally remedy the situation around pastoral training. Ruben, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you so much. Reuben, so many listeners will be excited by the idea of a new movement called the Galilean Movement. It's a little bit similar to the Lausanne Movement for Global Evangelism, but this one deals with training pastors. Yes, that is correct. So um, about five of the world's um, evangelical leaders got together about a year ago and formed the Galilean Movement. The initial aim was to train pastors. So it's not a rival to the Lausanne movement, which of course focuses on evangelical um, expertise and training, but this movement has realized that there is a huge need to train pastors. That's the biggest crisis in the church. So those five met and uh, soon they were joined by 10 others, and now they hope to have by the end of the year about 100 of the world's evangelical leaders in the movement expanding to the point where maybe in two years' time there will be a global conference similar to the Lausanne conference in 1974. And this will take place in Galilee with a specific aim of getting the church to focus on pastoral training in the non-formal sector. So um, the initial aim which they have set for themselves is to train a million pastors a year, a million pastors a year, and they will use former as the global standard that those pastors need to be able to achieve. Training a million pastors a year, it's mind-boggling to think of those sorts of numbers, but so many different denominations, all with their own theological education and the way that they're training people up in the field in developing nations. 
the challenge here, Reuben, is to combine the formal sector of theological education with the informal sector, or those who are gaining competency to be ministers of the gospel. This is where you come in. You're able to straddle the difference between the two. So just to to be clear, the International Council for Evangelical Theological Education, or ICET, I-C-E-T-E, focuses on the formal sector. So all the evangelical institutions in the world that are accredited tend to join ICET, and every three years they have a conference focused on formal theological education. But this year, they have taken the step of trying to close the gap between the formal sector and the non-formal sector. Too many um, instances in the past of a sort of competitive spirit in both sectors and very little talk between the two. But this year they have decided, and I think they have to do something because it's the biggest crisis in the church. And the formal sector, if you add up all the students in all formal programs in the world, can only supply a maximum of 5% of the need. So they have set as their target for this year to try and bring the two sectors together. We need to lay aside, whether we're in the formal sector or the non-formal sector, we need to lay aside that competitive spirit that unfortunately has characterized both um, sectors so much in the past. You know, you don't touch my students, don't try and steal my people away. That kind of spirit has to stop. Because unless the church gets itself sorted out and unless we all work together with a specific aim to train pastors, this crisis that is currently consuming the church will just continue. So hopefully this conference will, in Turkey in November, set aside many of those things and, and get the church to focus itself on pastoral training. The Galilean movement is, is a total... Although, of course, ICET is very interested in what they're doing. And they are, as a, as a body, um, straddling communities, straddling denominations, straddling institutions. They have a single focus, and that is to train pastors, uh, whether they're in the formal or non-formal, but I suspect most of it is going to be in the formal sector. It Sorry, might be... non-formal sector. It might be the most important and exciting thing that listeners to our conversation will hear all year. And uh, hearkening back to an earlier conversation we had, where you said there are something in the vicinity of 50,000 converts every day around the world. And the way of releasing and and developing and educating pastors just is not able to keep up with the huge demand. When you say there's 95% uh, that are uh, not even formally trained at all, uh, there's real challenges there. But this is sort of a good problem to have, isn't it, Reuben? Yes, it is, um, as long as the church as a whole, and I stress as a whole, responds positively and says, okay, we can do something about this. We can really focus on on pastoral training. We, we need to move beyond what people say. We have to get down to what people need to do. And what we need to do right now as a church, irrespective of our denomination, irrespective of which sector we find ourselves in, 
what movement we're in, all of those things. We have to focus on pastoral ministry training. And you're leading Reformer. That's R-E-Former, F-O-R-M-A dot global, Reformer. And you're the one who's in the middle of all this, uh, the one that has the capacity to connect the formal with the informal, uh, to be able to recognise the competency of those pastors. And so even when we talk about a million pastors uh, each year to be released in this, this is still a huge, huge job that you've got ahead of you. We certainly do. But fortunately for us, we don't actually provide the training. As, As I said Interview. We only provide the global standard. So there are people using different messages, different programs, different curricula, but the aim is to get to the point where they can demonstrate those 35 competencies successfully. And if they can, they obtain this certificate. I sometimes liken it to the fact that when a person goes uh, for their driver's license, the examiner is not interested in whether you learnt from your uncle or your mother or your driving school. All he or she is interested in is can you drive the car according to the standard that we have set for competence in driving. If you can, you get the certificate. So it doesn't matter how you get there as long as you can demonstrate that competence. And it's exactly the same with reform. We don't mind how people get to the point where they can demonstrate those outcomes as long as they can successfully demonstrate them. That's the key issue. And just to confirm too, it's not about the vanity of the pastor having a certificate to put on the wall, but it's about the protection for the people, knowing that the pastor isn't just a fly-by-night imposter, but someone who actually does have an accreditation uh, with a body that says this person is competent. Yes, we try to emphasize with our um, pastors in training, especially those that are in countries where that certificate is critically important. We try to emphasize with them that, yes, the certificate is important, but it's much more important to be able to say that you're competent. And that's really where we are focused on. One clarification on what you've just said, and that is that accreditation as a term belongs to the formal sector. So there are no private, non-formal institutions that are accredited. So um, we do do not provide accreditation, but we do provide validation. And validation says that in the non-formal sector, if you can show that you are competent, then Reformer will recognize that by... Well, some of these things are very new and we'll get our hearts and minds around them. The thought of a new movement called the Galilean Movement, similar to the Lausanne Movement for evangelism, but this one for actually setting up and recognizing people who are competent as pastors in their training. Uh, Let me just let listeners in on how they can connect. Just before I do that, though, for Australian people listening into our conversation today, Reuben, and for local churches who might have this opportunity with the mission organisations that they are supporting in various developing nations, uh, there's real value in what you're providing here. Yes, and there would be value if a church or an organisation in Australia registered a group, enrolled a group, we would supply whatever they need in order to teach the program, especially if they don't have their own curriculum. 
not only to train pastors in their local community, but also to train ministry leaders within their congregation. And um, the training that is provided, the, the certificate that they're awarded, would certainly benefit the church tremendously. Well, the church is growing incredibly fast, and getting leaders keeping up with the growth is a challenge. Here's an opportunity for one million pastors a year to be uh, in this way recognised and affirmed in their competency. Let me point listeners to the website of Reformer, re-former.global, re-former.global. Dr. Ruben van Rensburg leads Reformer and a goal there to fundamentally remedy the situation uh, where as many as 2 million evangelical pastors worldwide are not qualified. A wonderful movement being born in the Galilean movement. Uh, Ruben, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us once again today on 2020. It's a great pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.